Snowball Spark. You want good words? Data language. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And now here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Cow with the Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. And a good Thursday morning out there, Western Oklahoma. Welcome to What's the, good about is it? Good, it? I was good? Say, <laughs> right as I said that. Morning. I thought, is there anything good out there? It's morning. That's all it is. Boy, it's cold. Oh my goodness. Oh. This reminds me of the '72. What? <laughs> this reminds me of back in 1983. Ah, oh, reminds me of the East. 21. You remember that? Remember the kids? Remember that? Remember that snowstorm back in 72? I think it was 72. Jimmy thinks it's 72. A little before my time, about 10 years before. Way before my time. Yeah. I keep hearing 83. 83. That's my first year of life. 83 was cold, apparently. I was alive then, but surely to goodness I wasn't allowed outside. Thank you to my parents for keeping The age of three. Oh, I was... Uh, six, seven months old. Well, hopefully you didn't get to go outside either. No, I was going to say thank you to my parents keeping me <laughs> warm as a infant child. Seriously, hopefully everybody is warm. Um, it's, uh, I think out here at least, I think we, we missed a lot of the, oh, the precip, the freezing drizzle that's causing some problems more down I-35. I know there was, heard driving in the morning animal guys talking about 4,400 people. Uh, without power, the OG&E's deal. You know? Anywhere from, like, Blackwell down to Paul's Valley. Kind of waiting for the power to flicker around here. It has not done that. That's what I'm saying. I think we got lucky. with We, we didn't get any of the freezing the, drizzle right. to attach to the lines. Now when the wind's howling, it starts messing but with them. But that wind, man, it is it's blowing. incredibly, incredibly strong and cold. and ugh. Right before we got on air. I saw a tweet, and I'm sure every place has some sort of this. But in Denver, the last 17 hours, the temperature has fallen 71 degrees. It's only, and guess what? It's only the third largest temperature drop on, on record. They had one time it dropped 76 degrees in 24 hours. This is going to be... We're literally living the day after tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, uh, hey, greeny weenies. Where the hell's global warming right about now? I'm, I saw Miami was, now this is cold for Miami, but like 54. Now, th- this week. Or their Christmas Day is 54 or something like that. Because of a lot of the games going to be on Saturday mm-hmm. before this gets out of here. This week's NFL weather is like historically bad in a lot of places. I mean, there's going to be multiple, multiple places with wind chills well below zero. And so, for you fantasy football dorks that are still in your league playing in the playoffs, unlike me, that's something you need to pay attention to. If you've got CD Lang, well, he's at home. If you got, uh, yeah, he's fine. you know, some but one of those receivers that's been awesome all year, and uh, you know, he's playing in Pittsburgh this week. You may want to rethink your your lineup. But anyway, yeah, it's it's cold out there. Uh, 
we obviously pray and for everybody that has to work in this stuff. It just uh, uh, we thank you first off, yeah, for keeping the power on. Well, and, those linemen, kind of you know, thing. yeah, absolutely. So, uh, coming up on the show today, in the last segment, I'm going to give you a choice, Jared. Would you like to talk about the thunder, or would you like to talk about Christmas goodies that are just like you don't eat the rest of the year, just kind of Christmassy type eats? I could think of one, hmm. just right off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, NFL Pro Bowlers were announced. Interesting trend for Oklahoma. I'll talk about the best games this week and also just breaking news in the NFL. It looks like there will be a different home for the Sunday ticket next year. Paragon TV? It won't be Paragon, oh, really. Our bid didn't go through? Darn. Yeah, I don't think we quite, I don't think we quite got up to the $2 billion <laughs> range. Well, you know. We might have offered $2. <laughs> We should bid. We should have bid. Just like every you know, every time it comes up for a bid, let's let's come up with a bid. <laughs> and uh <laughs> just kinda of like how we always throw our name in the hat for masters tickets. You never know. It might stick. <laughs> what would we do if they go, Okay, this little outfit we got it in for Western a million, Oklahoma? Say we got it for like a million dollars. That'd be I think that would be pretty good uh ROI until, you know, it crashed. <laughs> It had to be some some dollars spent on infrastructure. I think. Good news is, by the time that was done, I don't think Big Elk TV would have any trouble with the with the load ever again. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like this. I think we need to run this up the flagpole <laughs> and see see if that we can make uh, a bid. Uh, signing day yesterday. There's a whole bunch of topics. I had an interesting question posed to me uh, on my uh, on a text message. I didn't see till this morning because I'm old man and fell asleep early. Uh, that I want to talk about with regards to one situation that was uh, top of mind around here and really across the country. Uh, just a bunch of different signing day topics we can talk about. Off the top of the show, 225-9698 is the phone or the text line. That's 225-9698. Give us a call, shoot us a text. We'll talk about any of those things, whatever else might be on your mind. Feel free to chime in, 225-9698. If you're going to be outside the listening area, Stay in touch with us a couple of different ways. You can log on to KADSAM.com, or you can download the app. Paragon app has it all. Three radio stations here in Elk City. It's got the Penny News. Check out this week's edition of the Penny News online, thepennynews.com. If you have to be outside, you can go pick up a free copy of the Penny News. Honestly, if I were you, I'd wait till like Monday when it warms <laughs> up, and then go pick up your free Penny News uh, then. Big Elk TV, Paragon TV, off for the Christmas break, but we'll be back with the Vengeance come January uh, with uh, High School Hoops online video stream. And then, of course, the Skinny on Sports podcast. If you miss our show entirely, you can find us kadsam.com right now. Uh, iTunes has a library, uh, but the uh, it, we're having a hard time getting that updated on iTunes. So go to kadsam.com for all your podcast needs. Hello, Jared. How are you? How was your drive-in? Um, slow and steady. So you had, see, uh, there was... Took my time. It was just like yesterday. Uh, coming from the west, there was no sign of anything until I got to exit 32. Mm. And then as soon as I was pulling up to the exit, there was a little bit of uh, precipitation in the air or blowing. And it was it was amazing how quickly the visibility turned south mm. to almost none. At, not quite that bad, but way less visibility just with stuff blowing in the air. 
and you can see why this would be such a dangerous situation if it was indeed snowing while the wind was whipping around at 50. Right. Yeah. I, I took side roads because I wasn't so uh, paranoid about visibility. It was – I'm always paranoid about high wind gust and uh, big semi-trucks. You need to be on the north side of the semis. Yeah. So I just took side roads, took my time. And I was a little paranoid about slick spots. Will there be, won't there be, whatever. I'm like, well, just take your time, get there, and I did. Yeah, it was smooth sailing for me. My wife's lucky. She took off all week this week. Could sleep in. Blankets all on top of her. My wife's the same way, except I she's told her, not as lucky. She just doesn't feel very good. I told her uh, I told her yesterday, say, if you got to get stuff done, you got to go to Walmart or whatever, go. Say, so tomorrow, t- meaning today, you do not need to step foot outside the house. There should be no reason for you to. I think this is an interesting question, though. Because I went to Walmart yesterday after yesterday evening after work. Me too. I know. I saw you. And you didn't say hi? You were leaving as we were pulling into the produce. Oh. I saw you walking out. I didn't want to yell across the deal. Oh, everybody was there. My goodness, it was packed. Yeah. And I needed well, one item. Actually, yeah. I needed two items. I know. I saw you walk out with one little bitty sack in your hand. Yeah. It's my heartburn medicine. Ah. And again, I'm not going today. Well, that, right. here is my question. How packed do you think it is out there right now? At Walmart? Yeah. Yeah, I bet it is. You think? Doesn't matter. Yes, I bet it is. You don't think it matters. You don't think I, people I you think don't think a majority of the people went thought the same thing you told your wife. Well, that's maybe why Get it was packed. Get it done. Yeah, yeah. Cuz you don't want to be out in this. I, I think we her. need to run a, an, an experiment as soon as we get off the air. I think we should drive out to Walmart and see <laughs> what ahead. the parking lot looks Go like. Go ahead. I yeah, that's probably a that's probably a good idea. That's that's probably why it was so packed yesterday. And my wife asked me because you know it was after five. She goes, "Was it packed?" I was like, "Oh, it's crazy." And she said, "Yeah, I went like middle of the afternoon, and it was crazy." That's what I was told too. But somebody else that went middle of the afternoon. Yeah, but that, eventually you run out of people. This it's, isn't yeah. the metro. Yeah, maybe everybody went to Walmart yesterday, and we could go in there to, right now and just cruise around all by ourselves. I doubt it. I bet you it's there's still a fair amount of people there. Well, there will be a few people there because that, that's where they do their walking when it's cold. Right. That's true. It's not a bad idea. That's true. No, it's... Ugh. It's... <laughs> this weather makes me... I want to say depressed. That's too much of an extreme word. I walked in. I was like, yeah, now I'm mad. <laughs> it's just the just the wind itself and the cold weather. Ugh. So we have obviously we didn't leave our dog out in this. Put him in the put him in the. Uh, our dog would not go outside this morning. Well, that's I. I was like, Buck, you got to go. You got to you got to do your stuff. He looked at me like, Are you crazy? That's that's going to be the challenge for everybody else in my household that's still at home for today, is to get Rex outside to do his business and then come back into the garage. <laughs> um. But so I our like the side door to the garage faces south. And so I made sure and didn't let him out and got out to go to my car. And I thought, man, this isn't too bad. <laughs> and then turned the corner to the north and just like hitting, it was like punched in the nose. Yep. Like literally, it's what it felt like. Yep. My eyes were watering and everything. Not great. 
No. Not great at all. And I was I was out in it for about two seconds. Ugh. I was a little bit concerned my car wouldn't start because it was so cold. It fired right up. I um like the beast that it is. <laughs> I uh got in my truck and I've heard these stories before. I have a friend whose dad lives up or I believe he's still there, up in Alaska, like northern part of Alaska. He's an eye doctor and he went up there um and worked got a job to work on an army base up there. And so northern Alaska in certain parts in the winter, I mean, you ba- maybe see the sun an hour of the day. So he wakes up, go to work, and he just, it's like, man, the, this road is bumpy. And he got all the way to work, like, man, that drive-in is bumpy. And everyone was laughing at him. I was like, what are you laughing? It's like, not the road, man, it's your tires. You parked your car outside, didn't you? Left it out outside overnight. It's like, yeah. Is it because the slight weight has a flat spot on the tire? And it flattened them. And it's frozen. I experienced that for a little bit because once they warm up, they they even out. But when I started driving, I I could feel it because I left my. And I remember thinking last night, should I park my car inside tonight? And I didn't. I just thought it'd be fine. My truck started right up, but then, you know, and I went out early to let it warm up. And, but when I started driving, I felt the, you could, I knew that's what it was. It's like, it's frozen. They've got flat spots in my tires. Crazy. Crazy weather. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, it is. I'm just looking at some wind chills. Williston, I mean, that's a name I hear a lot on the show before us on KECO. Because that's a kind of the hub of North Dakota oil and gas at times. Williston, yeah, minus fifty wind chill. Oh man, I was seeing some videos on Twitter last night up in Wyoming and down up through there of people like storm chasers and how much the temperature changed in like ten. It was like fifty degrees in ten minutes. Craziness. Did you hear the the joke about the man who invented the? Uh, wind chill no well he he died at the age of 65 but he felt like he was 43 <laughs> oh dear <laughs> moving on yeah so uh, recruiting <laughs> yesterday national signing day uh oklahoma ends up with the top 10 consensus class i think it's number eight right now in the 247 consensus as high as number four on espn um is is what the sooners hauled in but i I think a lot of people are focusing on what happened yesterday the negative of some decisions yesterday i have a hard time not agreeing at, at to to a certain extent but at the same time Those, none of those guys yesterday were ever even committed to Oklahoma. Right. So did you really lose anything? You lost the possibility of these guys joining the class. So right. it, 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 I'm not trying to sugarcoat it whatsoever. You'd rather have Peyton Bowen, Tassili Akana, and then maybe tomorrow David Hicks because those are guys at some point were all kind of trending OU's way according to the guys that follow this daily, which I'm not 100% sure we should put any stock into that. Not necessarily a shot against them. 
I'm talking about from the kids' standpoint here, and I'll explain what I'm talking about here in just a second. But Peyton Bowen, five uh, Peyton Bowen, five star safety from Denton Geyer, uh, commits to Notre Dame throughout the entire process. Yesterday, puts on the Oregon hat. His mom shrieked with disapproval. Disapproval. And to this point, to my knowledge, he still has not signed his letter of intent to go anywhere. So he's still up in the air. And I <clears throat> I got this question last night from Coach Maynard. Um, and he asked, would you rather be Oregon, Notre Dame, who have had Bowen verbally committed? Because essentially that's what he did yesterday for, for Oregon, was to verbally commit to him when he picked their hat. Mm-hmm. He'd obviously had given Notre Dame a commitment throughout the entire process. So would you rather be them waiting on an LOI, which is letter of intent, or would you rather have been OU or BOU who hasn't had a commitment yet, but until yesterday seemingly was still in the loop? And the reason why I say yesterday is because, one, their hat wasn't even out there on the table, and, two, when you listen to what his mom had to say after that ceremony – it does appear that they had narrowed the choice down to Notre Dame or Oregon the night before, and that's why you don't see an OU hat. But, it, but in a, let's say a lot of these situations are like this. Where would you rather be overall and then for this situation in particular? Well, the ultimate answer is you want to be the team that gets them, but that's still kind of up in the air, right? He hasn't even signed that letter. He hasn't signed a letter anywhere. It sounds like Bomb's really trying to influence him to go to Notre Dame. But um, <laughs> it's funny you say that because I was kind of assessing this in my mind. Like, how does that hurt OU? Because he was never verbally committed to to the Sooners. And same can be said about the um, – oh, who's the other? Akana. Akana. Or Hicks. Or Hicks, Yeah. Um, the ones that verbally committed, they stayed stay true with it, and, and all have signed. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think anyone's holding out. Um, no, both OU and OSU, everybody that was committed has signed. Yeah, and it's kind of. And I'll read what I wrote uh, to to talk my friend off the ledge. I said, "Here's the deal: we'd never had him." I said he was part of our recruiting class. Sure, he was part of Notre Dame's too. It hurts their stock, not OU's. If you notice, Notre Dame, as far as if you follow this, the recruiting ranking, they dipped. Yeah, they lost another kid later on to, yeah. to uh, Oregon, a running back. Said so, OU still has their best <clears throat> offensive player and defensive player that gave uh, OU verbal commitments. They're in. Bowen would have been a feather in the hat of an already pretty impressive recruiting class. So this one stings more for Notre Dame than it does for OU. As far as Oregon is concerned... At least he didn't flip to USC. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this is an interesting situation because I think we, we've seen – So thing- I guess my answer, I'd rather be OU because it was never – it was – it you know, it wasn't on their list or anybody's – it wasn't on 24-7's list of these are the guys that, you know. But the problem is the very first thing you said was ultimately the answer is whoever gets them. If you're OU in this situation, that's not you. Sure. And it's not going to be you. Right. Now I do think there are certain there there are with different players similar situations where I think you would rather be Oklahoma in this instance because it does feel like there's a giant tug of war going on and it's between what he wants to do apparently is go to Oregon what his mom wants him to do is go to Notre Dame 
And sometimes in these recruiting situations, when those are, and then there's a third option, which, oh, by the way, happens to be way closer to home. Your high school teammate is going to be the quarterback for that team, and your girlfriend goes to that school. I think there's a there's there's ser- like individual situations where Oklahoma would be in the best spot as the compromise choice. Mm-hmm. It's cl- oh, okay. I'll, <clears throat> here's what I'll do. Gosh, I don't I don't really want to go to Notre Dame anymore. Obviously, because I committed to Oregon. My mom doesn't want me to go to Oregon. She wants me to go to Notre Dame. I know what I'll do. Compromise. I'll compromise, <laughs> go with my buddy from high school, my girlfriend, and make mama happy just right up the road in Norman. That's not going to be the case with this one, it doesn't look like yeah. whatsoever. So in the Peyton Bowen situation specifically, I think I would rather be Notre Dame than Oregon right now. Okay. Because I think mom ultimately wins out. If he you know, didn't already sign. almost said that at the end of the show yesterday. <clears throat> if he didn't already sign. With Oregon, that means mom is working on him, right? Wouldn't that make sense? Mm-hmm. Or he's waiting on the check to clear, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh-huh. But right now, I think I would rather be, because of the, I think the long-time relationships that he's built at Notre Dame are ultimately going to win out if his mom really is pushing as hard as what it looks like she's pushing for him not to go to Oregon and to go to Notre Dame. But I think there's a lot of other situations where we've seen similar things happen. And, and you know what? Maybe maybe he wins out. And he says, you know what? This is my life. I'm going to Oregon. Yeah. And But there's also – I mean, I think, I think in a situation like this in the past, we've seen each school come away ultimately with the player. You know what I'm saying? All three and with different kids. This one specifically, with Peyton Bowen specifically – I would not want to be Oklahoma. I mean, I guess if you if you were comparing Oklahoma with whoever loses out between Oregon and Notre Dame, you'd rather be OU. Because like you said, he was never – it was just a, a figment of your recruiting class imagination. He was never actually in it, whereas the other two have actually had a hold of him and however you describe that with a commitment nowadays. Right. But have actually had him, so – I think OU is is out. Obviously, I mean, his mother even said as much that uh, on Tuesday night they had got it down to two. And if you don't think, I mean, listen, I, I like to bag on those guys that make the predictions as much as anybody. But talk about a hard job, because if you don't think his mom wasn't shocked when he picked up that Oregon hat, just watch that video. Listen to the crowd that was in attendance. He picked up the Notre Dame hat, put it on, and there was cheers. And then he put it down and put on the Oregon hat, and it was like, <laughs> yeah. You know, and his yeah. mom covered her face with her hand. You know, she was like, "Oh my gosh, what are you doing?" Yeah, it was a little bit. I mean, the the classic one of this, right? It was Landon Collins. Remember that? He he was he was from Louisiana. Oh yeah, made yeah. his announcement at one of those All Star games. His mother clearly. Wanted him to be an LSU Tiger, and he went to Bama, and he never changed. He never wavered. He himself went to Bama, and guess what? He ended up in the NFL. Maybe this happened. Maybe that same thing happens with Peyton Bowen, and he blazes his own trail. But man, you want to talk about a mom that was mad? Landon Collins' mom was mad when he made that choice. I also saw one yesterday. I don't even know who the player was. It was at the uh, Army game, <clears throat> and he's up there with a bunch of people. 
And there's like a little kid, I don't know if it's a brother or a nephew or something, and as the hats are out there, he's like pointing to the Ohio State hat, and instead he picks up the UCLA hat, and I mean the kid slams his hands <laughs> down on the table <laughs> just with disgust. Uh, but it's interesting question by Coach Maynard, I thought, because yeah. I think you can make the case for each one of those schools being in the best position, but it totally depends on the situation and what the ki- of which kid. And with this one particularly with Peyton Bowen, I, for me, I think you'd rather be Notre Dame right now than Oregon or OU. I, I mean, obviously OU, I think, because uh, without even a hat on the table, I don't know how they get back in this, right? Right. It, it feels like a two-person two race. This girlfriend drops an ultimatum on him. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> you go to the wrong school, bud. We're done. That might be <laughs> hey listen, that might be working against OU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he if he just couldn't figure out a way to say uh it's not you, it's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this would be it. Hey, hey babe, it's not you, it's me. I just don't want to go there. So see you bye. Or maybe she can help. Who knows? All I know is I said I, I picked OU yesterday as we got off the show because of the girlfriend. Because of the well, undefeated nature of the girlfriend. Let's just say I ran out of time. But I, I, I felt like it was going to be Notre Dame because of the mom. You're siding with the girlfriend. And I was thinking. And he said. He's, yeah. And he flipped out double, double birds to both said, of us. I'm going to Oregon because of me. <laughs> yeah. And, and maybe that ends up happening. I had some um, an interesting conversation. And I'll try to tread lightly on how much information I can divulge on the David Hicks situation. But. I, I'm told that OU is still very much in contact with him. Uh, Coach Bates is very much in contact with him. And the example that was given to me was that an individual talking to Bates and um, he said, listen, you know when you're not in with a recruit when if uh, you give him a call or you send him a text and they pretty much ghost you. He said, you know you're in when they immediately respond. He said, watch this. He sent Hicks a text, and he immediately responded. And that was supposedly yesterday. And um, but uh, that is, I think, more of a – more of a I, I, Friday – tomorrow's going to be more interesting than, oh, I think, than what I thought it was going to be after having this conversation with the Hicks situation. That dude's going to Oregon. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> think Phil Knight got hold of him? Listen, here's a question. Who spent more money yesterday, Phil Knight on Oregon recruits or our dumb A Congress on Ukraine? Or Google. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's that's a good one. Can you believe that those imbeciles flew a Ukrainian flag in the Capitol? That's more egregious than anything that happened a year ago. Nothing shocks me with that. No, but Phil, Phil Knight, if you don't, if they're the A and M of this year's class, right? All the big flips, all the big commitments from yesterday, yep, almost entirely went to Oregon. Uh, on the text line, didn't even know Oregon was a possibility with Peyton Bowen. See, I driving to Kingfisher last Saturday, I heard some conversa- conversation about this uh, with Teddy Lehman on on the air, and whoever his partner is, I cannot remember. Anyhow, they were talking about Peyton Bowen, and apparently he had a visit scheduled last weekend to Oregon that he never took. 
and and, and the conversation last Friday was if he goes to Oregon, it's it's over. It's Oregon, period. If not, then Oklahoma appears to be in a great spot, which he did not go to Oregon. But can't underestimate that bag. Now, you think uh, he ever took a visit, like any kind of unofficial or official? Okay, some guy named Nick Harris. Rivals Nick Harris. Two minutes ago. Projecting that Denton, Texas, five-star safety Peyton Bowen will flip from Oregon to Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> My head hurts. I am not even kidding. And end, right now. And end appears, in air quotes, to be in sight today for this wild recruitment. What is going on? So after all that we just said, it, according to some guy named Nick Harris, which I've seen him tweeting a bunch about this, he, he was the first one that broke yesterday at 4 o'clock that that letter of intent had not, not been, been signed. signed that, was, that was the Nick Harris from yeah. Rivals. So two minutes ago he tweets, Peyton Bowen apparently will flip, or he's projecting with whatever sources he has on this situation that Bowen will actually flip from Oregon to Oklahoma. So the last commitment he makes, if this is true, and signs that letter of intent would be to OU. Wow. You want to talk about just a circus. And here's what you don't want to you want to paint with a broad brush on a lot of this, right? But I will tell you this. In the history of recruiting, if you go back and follow it, when these types of situations arise, you know what usually follows? What's that? Gigantic disappointment with the dude's career. I know, right? <clears throat> you know, a yeah. Tate Mar take Tate Martell. Remember him, quarterback that flipped around from Ohio State to A and M, maybe to Miami, and all over the place. Who never really, like, never was happy, I guess, or never was found a niche or found a spot. Uh, J T. Daniels. He's going to be at his fourth school. Look at that guy. I mean, former five star dude. Who's going to wind up at Rice? When that news broke, even the Rice fans go, WTF? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, Maybe he's chasing the education. I don't know. He wouldn't be thinking he's chasing a bag at Rice. Rice? A bag of rice. Ah, that's funny. You didn't get it, did you? I, I it got, went right over uh, your head when I first said it. Bag of rice. That's funny. So I guess, <laughs> I guess we got to keep watching the Peyton Bowen situation. Unbelievable. Unbelievable real this would be one of the biggest i mean here's the thing people were shocked as cool as that is if it happens oh yeah no, a big if right if anything's if anymore but if that happens woo, cool okay peyton bowen awesome but here's the pessimist in me oh look he is he has been connected to notre dame oklahoma oregon now back again to oklahoma i mean who says in a year we're gonna we're, oh well peyton bowen's in the transfer portal I, that's why I can't get excited about it. It's why well, I can't, you know, I know it's this. cool to see OU with the number four on the bottom line on ESPN last night, and it's cool. They're top ten in other polls, and that's all cool and well and good and everything. Uh, yeah, well, how many of those 20-some guys that signed? Or, you know, I, I get it. I, I know what you were saying yesterday. I get it. But, like, yeah, I just I'll, I'll get excited about the product come September. I know this. It's better to have him on campus and have the ability to lose him in the transfer portal than to never get him. 
because not only because at the same time that you have the ability to lose to him, get him on you, campus you got the ability him. to keep him yeah and if he never that transfer portal how many of those guys at this time last year when A&M was rolling in the defensive lineman how many of those guys did did lots of fans OU ones in particular were sitting here going no oh, that's fine we'll, we can lose you know, uh, Levius Overton, or we can lose Gabe Dendy, or, or whoever else it was in that class. We'll just get him in the portal next year. Guess who's not leaving? A&M. Now, there's a bunch of people fleeing that ship, but guess who's not? Any of those defensive tackles, defensive linemen from that class last year, none of those guys are leaving. So that's my point. If You, you would much rather get him and have the yeah. chance to lose him than never get him at all. Yeah, it's like we always compare it to uh, the prettiest girl in school and go to the prom. I mean, you never know unless you ask her. Yeah, and guess what? She might go. <laughs> and if she does go, it, you have the chance of leaving with her. Yeah, exactly. Now, you might, now my, somebody might, hey, listen, it might be like uh, It's a Wonderful Life, and George Bailey may roll in and steal her. <laughs> Mary may end up with George. But you never have the chance to end up with Mary if you don't take her to the dance. Oh, man. Crystal balls are irrelevant. Crystal balls. It used to be those locks, you know? Yeah. Or blue chips. Now it's crystal balls. Crystal balls. They're irrelevant. I don't know. Maybe we'll come in. Maybe my first sports present will come true. I asked for Peyton Bowen to be underneath my sports tree yesterday. Looked like he wasn't. Now maybe he is. (laughs) What a crazy, crazy thing. See, this is why I, I understand, like, you heard a bunch yesterday how, oh, the rankings don't matter, recruiting doesn't. I mean, not that it doesn't matter, but, you know, and obviously those rankings aren't the end-all, be-all. Hell, the the draft, the NFL draft, if you go back through from 10 years ago and look at the top 25 or look at the first round, you're not going to recognize a bunch of those names. I mean, it's, it, it is an inexact science, there's no doubt. Sure. But this is why it's so much fun to, to to kind of pay attention to. Just the hilarity of it all. Just the wild stories. This is great. I love recruiting. This is why I'm always going to love recruiting. Stuff like this. Because you just don't know. Did you feel a little disappointed, not in the recruiting class for, say, Oklahoma, but the reaction of fans? It's it, 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 I knew it was coming. Because like I, I I couldn't fathom it. I'm like, yeah, it's it sucks not getting Peyton Bowen uh, at the time, you know. And Hicks is not signed yet, and and you know having the kid flip or go down to Austin over OU, that sucks. But then, like I said, I'm like, I mean, I said it at the end of the show yesterday. Chance had a top five school or a top five recruiting class, and there they are at number four, at least on ESPN's poll after a six and six season. Yeah, after um what appeared to be the longtime future head coach leaving you and taking players. I, I went to, I slept well last night as an OU fan. Well, it's a bird in the hand is always. Sure. Yeah. And that's where Oklahoma was. Because the, the excitement over landing the commitment of Jackson Arnold or PJ Adebaware or, or any of those other guys has worn off because they have been solid for so long in this class that it's taken as a it's almost a a given but here's the thing when it comes to this stuff and it comes to these the signing days 
the least amount of drama possible is always the best thing. Yeah. Because, yeah, it, it and it looks, you know, maybe Bowen is still an opportunity. Maybe Hicks is still out there, too. But think of the meltdown if Adebore and, and Arnold decommit instead of just signing their letters like they said they would. Yeah. And here's another thing that ought to be reassuring to OU fans in this process is this. What did Brent Vittable say about recruiting when he first got going? I'm not taking the commitment from somebody that isn't committed. It's true. And now Anthony Anthony Evans was one. Colton Vasek was another that, that got away or d- didn't live up to that commitment or whatever you want to say about that. But at the same time, everybody else did. I mean, a quiet signing day. With a class that's already as as strong as what Oklahoma's was, is a heck of a deal. Now let's talk about some negatives for both OU and OSU. We're, we're just going to recruit today. It looks like the top three players in the nine one eight area code, Tulsa area, all three have gone out of state. Micah Tease yesterday committed and signed with A and M. Luke Haas, who was committed to Oklahoma when Riley was here, jumped ship to Arkansas. And then also Cole Adams, a receiver from Wasso, that's going to Bama. You know, that's something that a lot of fans of both schools, it kind of chaps their hide, right? Mm-hmm. To see guys that are committing and signing letters of intent to SEC schools, right? It's not like they're going, uh, you know, out of state to Texas state. We're talking about if they're good enough for Bama, they're good enough for us. Yeah. If they're good enough for A&M, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Josh Jacobs screams at your Josh right. Jacobs, uh, Felix Jones. Yeah. I mean, I get there's there's circumstances where that – but at the same time, though, Tulsa has been an area that OU has struggled with forever. Think – I mean, think about the difference in Oklahoma football if just one family from Tulsa goes to OU. The Lockets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. so that's been a that's been a place that OU has struggled with a little bit. Last year wasn't the case when you think about Jaden Rowe and Gentry Williams and uh, Robert Spears Jennings. OU cleaned up in Tulsa last year. Yep. But it's kind of back to where it is. What is the? There, there's clearly some sort of disconnect there. And reading some some comments from somebody that I th- wouldn't be surprised that they don't know just because of their connection to the program. I think some of those guys feel like they are getting kind of taken for granted meaning this staff in particular when they came in recruited other guys at their positions and used them as kind of fallback options Mm. and you know that that gets to that conversation of listen I know people are want to believe that every kid in Oklahoma grows up wanting to play at OU or wanting to play at OSU and they would bleed for the program and play harder and all that stuff which some of the time it's true I mean, I don't think there's any doubt Ethan Downs yeah. wanted to play at OU from the time he was born sure. because that was bred into him by his parents. I mean, and that, that does happen. But there's a lot of times where that doesn't. And so how does Oklahoma and Oklahoma State do a better job of not letting these guys that want to go to Alabama, Arkansas, or A&M stay here as opposed to, to leaving? i got to get in on them early. And, um, I think that's the answer. Yeah. I, I think but you can't at, take them for granted. Look at the young man, the name – it's a cool name too. 
just won the state title at Wagner, and he's yeah, just yeah. finished up his sophomore year. Apparently, OU went in and said, full ride. We want you. Yeah, defensive lineman. Uh, God, I can't remember. It is, it's a cool name. It is really cool. It's like Walter Scheid, but it's not. Yeah, Something like check that. Check that out. But uh, that's the start. You know, That's the mm-hmm. Tulsa area right there. you got to get in on them early. And maybe that's the start of it right there. Maybe we're starting to see it. I don't know. I mean, did you mention Emmanuel Crawford? Emmanuel Crawford, Arkansas. Grove going to Arkansas. Now, I get it. That's right there. That might be a ge- geographical thing. But still an Oklahoma kid, and we saw him with our own eyes. He's a special talent. And, and I, I think that you, outside of Luke Haas, because you look at the, the, the tight end from, from Bixby, Luke Haas, he looks – I mean, he is a big, giant, tight end-looking dude, right? Mm-hmm. But the other the other two, you can make the case that they're smaller, they're you know this or that. You you, but and I'm not sitting here advocating that every single Oklahoma kid has to. You have to take them if you're OU or OSU. But, and and honestly, we mentioned Jacobs, we mentioned Felix Jones. Uh, you put Robert Meacham on that. I mean, that's the first in my mind, my memory. Robert uh, Robert Meacham from Booker T that went to Tennessee back in the '90s. That was the first like soul crusher of my life following recruiting, like in junior high, where you kind of knew what it was, you know. Yeah. And then you're thinking, oh, this is gonna be great because Robert Meacham's from Tulsa, and oh, you needs a great player like that. And then, bam, surprise of the century, he went to Tennessee, and that's just kind of started the the Tulsa jinx in a lot of ways. But I mean, you can't take them all. I'm not I'm not saying you have to take every single Oklahoma kid that's in the top ten. Because quite frankly, there's not a lot of years. There's not ten guys that are capable of playing at Oklahoma or Oklahoma State, right? And a lot of it is philosophy too. It's like you know, yeah, he's a top ten guy, but one, we don't need him. Two, it doesn't fit into what we do. You know, but I guess there's that. But you could also, I mean, I, I I have a hard time squaring this because at the same time, if you get a guy, if you have your choice between similar players once from california once from oklahoma it feels like oklahoma especially has taken the california kid over the oklahoma kid and then with the with the portal being such a huge thing now you got a lot better chance of losing that kid from california than you would from oklahoma yeah i see what you're saying yeah you know in similar situations like that so it's it's just it's kind of an eye-opener when you look up and you go man Tulsa, especially at the highest level of, of basketball in Oklahoma, or I'm sorry, football in Oklahoma, has been the standard. And when the three best players from that area, nobody comes to Norman or Stillwater and end up in, at schools in the SEC, then it kind of makes you scratch your head and think, what are we doing? What are we doing here, Sooners and Cowboys? And we've been to Tulsa, and you, you know, a lot of people have been to Tulsa. It feels like almost a different state sometimes when you're in that area it's got its own fair exactly it feels like it's a little disconnected from it's the allowing the, the live golf tour to come to, to tulsa <laughs> yeah <laughs> but sometimes that meant you know that atmosphere that sure. that uh oh we learned it in school um oh, what am i trying to say you're raised in a anyways it's you know they grow up thinking okay we're you know, we're up here and uh, we're closer to Arkansas and Missouri and Kansas State. And, mm-hmm. you know, and the, it just feels like it's a little disconnected from the rest of the state. It's definitely a different country than what it is out here in western Oklahoma. And even from Norman or Stillwater to Tulsa, it's different. It's it's totally different. So 
There's a little bit of that, too, I think. This is completely off the beaten path, but I just saw this tweeted. Do you know who the ninth leading scorer points per game in 1984 Oklahoma high school basketball was on the boys' side? 1984? 1984. I mean, no. 26.4 a game. Somebody you know. Somebody you've worked with. Who? From Gould, Oklahoma. Timmy Ellison. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was at the game, just tweeted out this picture from clearly the Oklahoman from 1984. Ellison average. Is it a picture of him? No, it's just the names. Oh. And he's the ninth leading scorer at 26.4 a game. I was hoping to actually see hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Text us a that, picture of hair, Timmy. <laughs> that is cool, though. That's very cool. Some guy named David Moppin from Southside. I wonder where that was at. 41.1 a game. That's crazy. Today's Route 66 stocking stuffer deal. The final day of the stocking stuffers is today. It's a 20% or 20%. $20 gift certificate to Pedro's Mexican Grill and guess how much it cost you, Jared? Oh, wait, wait. $20? $20. Uh 10. 12 bucks. 12. Oh, that's pretty good. $12. Cost you twelve to get twenty dollars worth of Pedro's. KECOFM.com website. You can make that deal today and today only. Today's stocking stuffer is a twenty dollar gift certificate to Pedro's Mexican Grill, and it only costs you twelve dollar. It's official. Eagles quarterback Gardner Minshew will start. I saw that, that is in the break as well. Official, official. And OU or OU. <laughs> See what I did there? And Dallas will somehow find a way to lose. I'm just I'm just hitting nah. I'm F fiving feverishly to see if Peyton Bowen has made his official announcement. Oh, you're getting nothing done today. You're getting nothing done today. Your phone will blow up if it happens. It's all right. Thunder good win last night. Thunder good win. Um You know what I watched? You know what me and my girls watched? What? You're gonna laugh. We watched the OU women play Florida last night. Oh, yeah. You're right. We might laugh. <laughs> That's all they won. Robertson, my goodness. Six of seven for three. I saw that pop up earlier. Um, Pro Bowl. Did you see the video with uh, Washington from, that the Washington Commanders put out? Mm -mm. Tressway was on it. and um, it was McLaurin. The, the coach was uh, telling each individual. But he was like, I got, come on in. Come on in. And he was just... Uh, Congratulations, you're in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> it was pretty cool. It's really special. Even cool. for Pro Bowlers, that's got to almost make your heart sink just a little bit when you get called into the office, right? Oh, Tressway's look on his face. He was like, what? oh, no. What I've done? I'm, he thought, <laughs> you're cutting me in December? I mean, he, he had this look like, what's he going to say next? It's a pretty good video. Look it up. Oklahoma with nine hey, Pro Bowlers. I didn't realize that. I was just looking at the teams like nine. Dallas had, what, seven? Dallas, seven. Uh, the Chiefs, seven. Philly, eight. Nine Pro Bowlers from Oklahoma. How many do you think were on the defensive side? Oh. Zero. Yeah. Tress the punter and then eight offensive players. Can you name the eight? Well, CD. Okay. CD. Um, okay, you can't name him twice. Jalen. Okay. 
<laughs> no, nah, uh, uh, Mark Andrews. I knew you could get three. Mark Why can you Andrews. get the other five? Um, they're all on one. Well, they're all they're at on, one spot. They're on the line. They are. Yeah, uh, Lane Johnson. Correct. Um, Trent Williams. Correct. Uh, how about Humphreys? Correct. Uh, we'll be here forever. Orlando. Okay, Orlando Brown. And there was one more. There's one more. Who is it? I can't. I can't think. Oh, I just looked at this. The two tackles. Where was the other? Who was the other one? Uh, da, 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 da. There was eight. There was nine. Efforting. Efforting. Calculating. Williams and Johnson. Creed Humphrey. Orlando Brown. Man, there was one more. Wow. Even OU football's I retweeting what Coach Valai put out there. Here we go. Here, I've got the list right here. You got it. I figured Oklahoma football would have put something out there. They didn't. Andrews, Orlando, Creed. Did I overcount? Beginning to think I overcounted. Somebody overdid it with the uh, bathroom Jaylen, spray. Jalen CD, Lane Johnson, Trent Williams. Yeah, maybe there was just eight. I thought I counted nine. I could have swore I counted nine. Tressway. Anyway, Man, second. If, if think about it. If there wasn't injuries. Who do you think had the most? School? Yep. Um, Naturally, I would say Alabama You're or correct. Georgia. Alabama. Alabama. Okay. Oklahoma was next. Is Alabama claiming hurts. <laughs> I I put them on both. Okay. Who was next? OU, OU, OU was, was next. next. That's as far as I got. Cool. Pretty much a badge of honor anymore. I mean, what are they going to play? Dodgeball? Dodgeball like and a bunch of other yeah. cool stuff. Yeah, whatever. One, two, three, four. This is driving me crazy all of a sudden. Five. You'd think there'd be a list up there. Schools. Six. You'd think OU would have put that out there. It was just, I guess it was just eight. Huh. I could have swore I counted nine earlier. Look up that video, though. It's really cool. Hmm. From the Washington social media. YouTube. Google, Google, which will be YouTube TV and YouTube Premium channels, get the Sunday ticket, wrestle it away from DirecTV, paying the NFL $2 billion a year, as opposed to the $1.5 billion from DirecTV. Let's talk about the best games tomorrow. Thunder with another good win last night, and that's now three in a row as they clipped the Portland Trail Blazers by a point. So in two out of three nights, they beat the Blazers both nights by a total of three points. Jalen Williams with the game-winning dunk and then some stops. Oklahoma City was down 98-93 and scored the last six to win by a point. Western Oklahoma Realty Bowl Mania standings. Had some separation at the top. Looks like a whole bunch of people thought that Western Kentucky was going to lose last night <laughs> because only two brave souls had the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers plus the points. 
Slade Nightingale, and me. So we surged ahead of that giant pack that was all tied for the lead. Congratulations. Yeah, it's still early. <laughs> Wyatt beats J-Mac is one and two. He's not pleased. He thought he was going to be able to catch J-Mac. Right now he's not able to. Just one and two for the young lad. He should have taken old Aaron's advice on that Western Kentucky game, but he wouldn't listen. Too much of the favorite in him. Thank you to Tyler Harrison, Robbie Allen, all the gang at Western Oklahoma Realty People Before Property is their motto. Those Thunder tickets still up for grabs as it's bunched up at the top. All right, Jared, one thing before we go. What's one thing that you eat around Christmas time that you don't eat the rest of the year? Uh, Chex Mix. Chex Mix. Yep. We can continue this conversation tomorrow. You know what I wrote down? Mm. Things dipped in almond bark. Feels, yeah, okay. feels like almond bark is a Christmas thing, right? Yeah. You know, whether or not it's the pretzels or you put Ritz crackers with peanut butter and dip those into almond bark. Yeah, frosted pretzels right there. The almond bark pretzels. Feels like the almond bark is just a Christmas thing around our house. Anyhow, we'll continue that tomorrow. We'll be on Peyton Bone Watch all day long. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like, you know, it's, it's kind of hard not to get excited all over again. Curious all over again. I love your excitement. I'm still kind of like, okay, see if he hangs out, if he actually flips. Everyone have a great Thursday. Stay warm. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. Wow!